Welcome to Herbs with Erin, Remedies for Body and Spirit podcast, where we help people explore the power of herbs to create optimal wellness and strengthen their spiritual practice so they can feel healthy and connected. Herbal information provided in this podcast is meant for educational purposes only. It is not meant to take the place of professional medical advice. So today I'm going to be talking about an herb that can be used for first aid situations. And for today, first aid really means things that happen infrequently, rarely, and that you want to be prepared for and herbs that you can be using um, to, to help with those situations. So this is my plant I have right here. If you know what this is, let me know in the comments. Here it is. I'm going to try to get it closer to the camera. Check out my blog, Full Circle Herbals, to see the picture of the yarrow that I'm showing. Part one of four for my herbal first aid. This little leaf that I'm showing you here, this is yarrow. Y-A-R-R-O-W, yarrow. And it's also, yeah, Cheryl got it there, uh, yarrow leaf. And it is uh, the Latin name. The scientific name is Achillea millifolium. It does look similar to fern. That is right, Lynn. I call this like a ferny looking leaf. So I'm going to tell you about what it looks like when it's in flower and how to use it fresh and dried. So uh, my best buddy yarrow, somebody says, definitely. This is yarrow. Love, love yarrow. Yarrow grows all over the place and it's very well known throughout the world. Of course, it doesn't grow every single place, but it's it's one of those plants that you can find in a lot of different places. It has different species of it as well. So um, I'll be talking about that too, if you can use the different species of it. But Achillea millifolium has been used for a long, long time. When it's in flower, it will have a white inflorescence And it can also have like a pink to red inflorescence. And then in the horticulture industry, they've um, made it so that there's other colors of it too. I've seen pale yellow, uh, different kinds of pink spectrum, but that's usually what it is. So um, the other thing about it is it does have some what we would say lookalikes to it. So there is a a leaf that has some similarity to this. The flower looks a lot like the Achillea millifolium species too. And it has a yellow flower that's similar to yarrow. And that one is called tansy. Now tansy is not the one I'm describing here today. Tansy has a much bigger leaf and a much bigger uh, inflorescence. It grows very tall, much taller than uh, yarrow typically does. And it grows more so in a bunch. Um, so tansy is uh, something that looks similar that can get um, mistaken for yarrow, uh, but it's it's not it's something that you can definitely learn. And once you see these side by side and learn them uh, and see them up close, and you'll you'll definitely see the difference. So it's it's not something that like even I get tricked on. Like it's not that it doesn't look that much similar to it that I would, you know, with a skilled eye would get it mixed up, but it is something that could get 
uh, mistaken for Yarrow if you're new to the Yarrow uh, identification scene. So just know that tansy is one that you're going to want to look up and, and know before you start foraging for this. Now, this one grows in my yard, so it makes it really easy because I know where it is, the location is. I know that it comes up in the same place every year. I know what it looks like. I am 100% certain that this is yarrow. So that's um, a tip for those of you who are afraid that you're going to identify the wrong thing, is that once you learn it, you and identify it and have studied it enough, you will come to know it so well, it will not be something that you mistaken. All right. So uh, what else here? With this, with yarrow, uh, it will bloom sometime in, well, let's see, in mid-summer and then continues to bloom for a good month after that. It does spread underground by underground stems and pop up and so I do have to kind of weed it out and because it will try to get into places that I want to grow other things in um, so that's something to keep in mind that when you plant if you plant it in your garden it will definitely spread it grows very well so what can we use it for well the leaf especially is very good at stopping bleeding and I have personal experience with this a few times, that uh, if I'm in my garden and I suddenly uh, break my skin open, which I've done with some scissors a couple of times, <laughs> it, uh, I can take a fresh leaf and I can take it and grind it up in my hands quickly and uh, pulverize it and get the uh, juices to kind of come out of the leaf and then put it on my, uh, the area that's bleeding. So in a pinch, you can use this right in the garden or wherever you are that you know yarrow is there. And so the fresh will help stop bleeding and it will ease pain and uh, speed healing. That's what I have experienced using uh, yarrow. So fresh yarrow can be used with as like a poultice. So a poultice is you grind up the herbs, you smash them and then you put them on the affected area and you can hold it there or wrap it with some sort of cloth or bandage to keep it in place. And that's what I'll do if I have a fresh cut. I'll make, you know, get some water too to clean the cut out to make sure there's nothing in there. But the yarrow is something that I use to stop the bleeding. And it will, for me and my experience, it stopped my bleeding within seconds, 30 seconds or so, the bleeding will stop. Um, there have been a few times where I put it on the open wound and it stung for a little bit. So I'm just going to give you a little warning. If it starts stinging, my stinging that I've experienced with yarrow is like a 10 second sting and then e the pain eases up. It doesn't always happen, but definitely um, there's that I've noticed there is a sting factor with it just for a few seconds. Uh, I've had some pretty bad cuts. I had a knife cut and I used actually... Uh, dried yarrow. All I had was some dried yarrow. So um, I'll tell you how to dry the yarrow in a second. But uh, I was bleeding pretty good. I did have to go to the doctor to get see if I needed stitches. I didn't need stitches. I just needed some steri strips, but it was still pretty bad. But I used some dried yarrow on it and uh, it stopped bleeding fairly quickly. And it also reduced the pain. So by the time I got to the doctor's office, it was not bleeding profusely anymore. The pain had 
substantially subsided to the point where they could, you know, look at it and touch it. And it didn't, was not excruciating. And I was sitting in the waiting room and wasn't in any pain. And then I noticed that the, the healing of this deep cut that went into my fingernail, uh, it was gone within uh, less than a week. It had healed so quickly, um, did not get in any infection in it. And I was just, it's just shocking how much I've noticed that yarrow leaf can, can do all three things. So um, how do you dry it? The leaf dries very well, just air dried. You could uh, harvest a few leaves of it. Um, and then just lay it out single, single layer on a, a plate or a piece of cloth or something, somewhere where it can stay out in the open and get airflow around it. And then it will just, it'll just naturally dry within a few days. Uh, and you'll know when it's dry, when you pick it up and it snaps and it's crumbly and there's still, there's no more pliability with it where this leaf that I'm holding, you know, it's flexible. It can move around. You will not get that. Um, when it's dried. Uh, so definitely uh, something to keep on hand in the dry form when it, it's no longer the growing season. After it's dried, what I like to do is make it into a powder. You could do that in a wide variety of ways. Uh, I have a coffee grinder that I use specifically for herbs and just grind it into a powder because if you have a cut that's bleeding fairly well, like I had that day, uh, you'll need a, quite a bit of the dried powder to put on it and make sure that the blood isn't washing it away like I experienced. So if you can get that dried um, dried yarrow powder on the open wound and really just pack it on so that the blood will actually, um, the blood will soak into the leaf. If you have somebody to help you and you have some time or some time to do this, maybe after, you know, the fresh wound is open and you're still nursing that particular wound as it heals, you can add some boiling water to the dried yarrow leaf and reconstitute it, get that moisture back into it. And so then it's not so dry and crumbly and you can actually place it uh, a little bit better and with more control onto the affected wound. And just like I said, wrap it in gauze or a cloth, something to hold it in place and let it uh, soak into there. If I have a wound that I'm that is healing and then I want to give it some extra support during the healing process, or maybe it's sore during uh, at night is a good time to put this poultice yarrow leaf on it, wrap it up so that it um, stays in place. And then while you're sleeping, you get that you get that herbal medicine effect in there. Sometimes when we're up and moving around during the day, those bandages don't stay in place. It's not as convenient to, to be putting, you know, the poultice on. So let me check some of these questions here. Oh, yeah, somebody was asking, can dried yarrow be used the same way? It absolutely can. Does it grow in Indiana? It probably does grow in Indiana. Um, you could definitely plant it in Indiana in a garden setting. You could probably find it in a garden center, I'm sure. Um, and it's typically has escaped in what they call naturalized. Um, and so there is like what they native versions of it that do grow. I find it 
growing wild um, all on its own. I don't necessarily find like a whole field of yarrow, but I'll see patches of it and it will grow in rocky soils, well-drained soils, um, maybe not as much in that clay type soil, but it certainly can. Um, and many times I'll see it growing in leaf form and not necessarily put up a flower, especially if it's not complete in complete sun. It does prefer complete sun and it will grow in semi-shaded areas, but it won't necessarily flower. So the, the flower um, essence is used, flower essences um, are used, it's, it's used, yarrow is used for like boundary, setting boundaries, uh, psychic protection, especially uh, pink yarrow has been known for that. However, white yarrow can, use, can be used for it. So if you're looking for it, like a more spiritual use for it, uh, boundaries, just having the dried flower around can do that, planting it in your garden and the flower essence is good. I usually, I have some behind me in my apothecary. I was just looking to see if I had some next to me. Yeah. Can you use the flowers too? So, right, the flowers are used in flower essences, but yes, they do put the flowers in teas and, and tinctures. Um, so that's kind of a different use. Um, what you can also use yarrow for is they use it for uh, in, in teas to help reduce, to bring down a fever. So can be used for that. So I was here today to talk about yarrow leaf for first aid kit items. Um, and yes, somebody is saying that you, you could definitely purchase yarrow leaf or flower already dried for you. Certainly could do that. Mountain Rose Herbs most likely has it. And tea for high fever. Yeah, so typically for herbs used for fever, there is, I'm not going to go too much into herbs for fever right now, but I will just say this. If there are some of those herbs that will kind of bring the fever up just like a degree or so before it brings it down, there is one herb that's known not to do that. So if somebody has a really high fever that should not go up at all anymore, um, they're just keep in mind that there's some herbs that shouldn't be used for fever because you don't want it to go up anymore. But for people who are in just like an uncomfortable zone, who are like, you know, this fever needs to, to kind of come down here and it's okay if it just notches up like a 0.5 or a one degree, then, and it doesn't stay there for very long, then those teas are appropriate. So you will find it in the gypsy tea formula that traditional medicinals has. Um, and yarrow, I think flower is in that one too. So consider uh, creating your own herbal first aid kit and consider using yarrow leaf, drying some, grinding it up and having it in a container ready to be used um, so that if you are the person who is hurt and needs it, you can find it quickly because I've certainly been in the position where, you know, I have a, a cut on my hand trying to get the fresh leaf outside, bring it in, chop it up, make it into a poultice, get it ready. You know, it's clumsy and, um, you know, you're in pain. So try to make it as convenient as possible for yourself. 
and then consider that there's other people around you that may need that assistance too. And you just want to be prepared for it. We hope that nothing happens, but herbal first aid kits can be of benefit to yourself and to the people around you and something that you could bring with you on camping trips or travel trips that you're taking and just have like a little container of it ready for use. Okay, so that's what I, yarrow can be used for a lot of things. I'm not going to go into the entire um, usage of yarrow leaf today because it can be in tincture form, can um, also be in tea form, and you can also make it in into a salve as well. So salves um, that can be used for wounds that are healing. And I will be talking more about herbal first aid uh, every Tuesday of this month at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time. So I'll be streaming into YouTube, my Facebook group, and my Facebook page for Full Circle Herbals. And so next week, I'll bring you a new um, idea for herbal first aid kit. Um, and I will definitely be making this into a podcast as well. So if you want to catch this um, in visual or in audio, uh, as you're traveling or moving about, you'll find that in my herbs podcast. And it's an acronym for herbs with Aaron remedies for body and spirit. It's on iTunes and Spotify. And I believe we are in SoundCloud as well. Uh, I keep, I keep woolly lamb's ear for bleeding is yarrow better. I don't know about woolly lamb's ear for bleeding. I haven't used it for that. I just have experience with yarrow. But what you could use that lamb's ear for uh, and mullein leaf, they're, they can be used as bandages to hold that poultice in place. Those are so much fun to use for that as well. Yeah. All right. So yarrow leaf, so much um, uses of yarrow plant in general from physical to spiritual use, internal and external uses on the body and in the body, around the body. Um, and so consider putting that into your herbal first aid kit. You can certainly purchase these things dried and ready. You can plant them. You can wildcraft for them in your area and uh, give it a try. I'll be giving some more information about Yarrow this week in the Full Circle Herbals Facebook page and in my Plant Priestess Exploration Facebook group. So look for those items um, coming out more about the identification like I've been, um, like I told you today, and I'll send in some information through email as well. So thanks for watching, everybody. Take care. I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to episode one of the Herbs Podcast. Please follow me at fullcircleherbals.com and the Facebook page Full Circle Herbals.